y'all, this your girl, Big Sis the Asia, and you are tuned in to Kitty Pink Radio, and this is Locked and Loaded, and you better not touch that dial, because you know you can't move. You do that sh- boy You know I like I wake you up You roll over and you put it in my life Take me high I'm so high Come right back down Get on top and rise This is purgatory to a coma, who gon' live to tell the story? Lick me like it, doobie. Roll my ups and sides. I've been to hell and back, waving all my life. You make me feel I ain't felt in a while. Hallucinogenic, my chest is rising, my body ascending. Yeah, sipping on all your survey, sipping on all your survey, getting down on your birthday, getting down on your birthday. Fatty made of angel dust, resurrect me, and it ain't no rush, and it ain't no rush. Come and let me bless it. Morphine in my veins Morphine in my veins White lightning when it rains Lightning when it rains Rain down on me In my ecstasy My Mary Jane You blessing me Me, me and 
tune in to Kitty Pink Radio. This is locked and loaded. That right there is John Graham featuring Sergeant B Sex Games. Available on all major music platforms. Make sure y'all go and stream that, buy it, all of it. Catch the vibe, catch the vibe. Get into it, get into it. Yes. Hell yeah, KB. You can hear the crowd sing along. Everybody know my songs. Had the crowd learn to walk. Country girls, small town. 14 years dedicated. Look, ma, I finally made it. Never thought I'd ever say it. But today I live my dreams. Find the bus is getting me crazy. Lights on everything, autographs, lots of pictures, signs that say we love you, kitty, superstar, my new status, fantasizing, please don't wake me, let me finish with this What's up, y'all? I am waiting on Big Sis Asia. I'm quite sure she'll be with us momentarily. How's everybody doing? It is another Tuesday. It is another 6 p.m. And you are locked and loaded with Kitty Pink, a.k.a. Auntie Kitty. I got a lot of aliases. And Big Sis Asia. Um, today's topic is necessary. Very necessary. I want everybody... Um, I would say we could keep it, we, we try to keep it PG, but I'm not sure we're going to be able to considering the conversation, but I definitely think it's some, it's a conversation that you should have with your children. Um, a lot of things have been going on within the media. We all know Lil Nas X, you know, that little situation. I think I got the picture here. Um, that little situation with the, um, the release that he just made, the uh, new song he got out or whatever, is Montero something, something, call your name or something. I didn't want to listen to it too much because one thing I do know about music with, with me being a musician is that music music is meant to like cast spells. You know, uh, you can chant you can do all types of things that are in that arena that can get you in contact with another world. And if you aren't rehearsed in those type of things, you know, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. That might not be the world that you need to be a part of, period. So I didn't want to listen to it too much because it it, it has a very uh, chant, chant type of, type of vibe you know what i'm saying it's one of them songs like every you know one of those songs where you listen to it the first time and then you're like yeah i don't really like it 
you know but then all of a sudden you're riding down the road and it's on the radio and before you know it you find yourself singing it you know what i'm saying subconsciously so i didn't want to listen to it too much i'm not even really sure exactly what the song is about i know that there has been a lot of controversy about the the video in particular the visual the visual is of Lil Nas X. I did watch the video. I can't quite remember what all was going on in the video. I do remember the main points that everybody took and ran with, which was he was given, what's up, Charisma? He was given the devil. Well, no, he started out strip stripper dancing. And then all of a sudden you see him on a stripper pole and he slides right down into the pits of hell. And while he's down there in the pits of hell, he started giving the devil himself a lap dance. And after he gave the devil a lap dance, <laughs> you know, pretty much he ended up, he ended up basically fooling the devil into to taking his crown, basically. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not really deep off into conspiracies and things like that. Sometimes I might catch a hold of something and run with it or whatever, kind of look off into it and do research. But one second, y'all. Dear Lord, what is going on? Trying to get big sis off in here. I give us a moment. Sometimes difficulties happen. I might have to give y'all another song real quick. No, I'm not. Okay, okay, okay. I am so sorry, y'all. Give us one second, please. I'm gonna give y'all some more music. This is just too heavy. We're going to get back to our conversation. Y'all just hold a second. Be patient with us, please. Baby, can we kick it for the night? When you get that text, put your best on. 
Red bottle heels in that motherfucking dress mode. She lick her lips, wanna taste it. Three of the shit when you shake it. The shit I'm thinking X rated. Red bottle heels, everything else naked. I'm trying to take you out, we getting faded. If I show you what they gon' hate it. The shit I'm thinking about X rated. Red bottle heels, everything but everybody i do apologize we get a lot of technical issue issues going on um this is locked and loaded hello big sis how are you hey girl i am well how you doing i'm doing good today's topic as y'all as everyone sees is um sexuality the feed and religion and I was able to hear your your first your preface to the actual to the show talking about the the little Nas video in the song. So I was able to see that from the backstage. <laughs> so um of course there has been a lot of sexual exploitation going on the media. And with the little Nas X video, it brought us of course because the little Nas X video um, he, of course, had that play on Christianity, and it was the thing where it started off in the Garden of Eden, and then he ended up riding a stripper pole down to hell and everything. And you do, we do understand that members of the LGBTQ community are told because of their sexuality that they are going to go to hell at the end of the day. They're going to burn in eternal fire. And a lot of people were disturbed by the video. I actually didn't even watch the whole video. I just watched little clips. I didn't want to, like Kitty was saying, I didn't want that to get into me and and rattle my spirit. I'm very careful of the things that I consume. Um, even though I'm not a Christian or anything like that, when it comes to certain images and things, um, I try to be mindful of the things that I consume because I'm one of those people that is very adamant about protecting my peace. And um, that particular video, it had the internet on fire. The, you know, the internet was on fire. And even though I didn't watch the whole video, I understand, you know, what, what the whole concept of it, because I've seen so many clips, any other vloggers and things talking about it and everything. And nowadays, we have so many people who feel like it's necessary to announce to the public that they're either gay, bisexual, or whatever lives, whatever alternative lifestyle. Um, nowadays, we have so many people that is coming out saying that they're denouncing Christianity. 
um, or any other religion that they grew up on. And they're pretty much just putting their sexuality out there. And we feel like, well, I feel like, and I think Kitty feels the same way, um, but I'll let her speak that for herself when she comes back, um, that what is happening is you have a lot of people who are rebelling against religion. And in so many times in religion, sex, sex and sexuality is demonized. And you have so many people nowadays that they seem to be like rebelling against that. You have a sect of people who say that there's a there's an agenda as far as the LBGTQ is concerned. But I also feel as though there's this this rebellion that is going on as well, as far as people, you know, kind of trying to denounce what they they grew up on, making their own rules. And, and just fighting against any system that they feel like has oppressed them. So in, in one breath, you have this thing where we feel like sexuality is being pushed up on children and everything. Then in another breath, you have these people who haven't been able to express themselves sexually, even with um, LGBTQ people, a lot of them haven't been able to be openly affectionate towards each other. Um, women are more liberated within their sexuality nowadays. And I really do feel like a lot of that is a rebellion against religion at the end of the day and denouncing some of those those um, traditional upbringings that a lot of us came up on. Right. Um, Charisma said, that is my point there. The same people that offended are the same ones that believe that he's going to hell anyway. I wouldn't watch it, nor would I allow my children to watch it because I'm not too sure how it would translate to my spirit. But as a gay person, religious cannot keep shying away from the experiences that they have given to people who are gay. Absolutely. Right. All of that. All of that and some, like, for real, for real. We finna, this is Big Sis Asia, but I'm gonna give it to you, boo. Shots fired in the building tonight, right now. I, um, I think the rebellion comes from, like in the description was saying like how we were told not to and that was just it there was no conversation there was no detail as to why you know um it wasn't explained you just do what i tell you to do and that was pretty much in my particular situation that was pretty much christian life you just do what mm -hmm. i tell you to do and and if you see me doing some wrong you better not be doing it um then you better not question it and you don't question it. You don't say mm -hmm. nothing about it. You pretend that it didn't happen. You sweep it under the rug. And I really feel like that's where that's where all the the over sexuality is coming from. I said years back, a lot of my viewers, y'all seen me, um, y'all were continuous viewers while I was at Tricoaster Radio, and it was something that I stood by. Um, we really over sexualize sex. And now as I'm older, I'm seeing that it's not the fact that we over-sexualize sex. It's just the fact that some people are still experimenting and experiencing and coming into who they are. Um, mm -hmm. 
sex is actually a beautiful thing and it's always been a conversation that people shied away from it was it was just one of those situations where I can remember some of the younger girls, like some of the teenage girls getting pregnant and they could no longer sing in the choir. You know, they got to sit down. They pretty much, um, and this is something that I seen growing up. They pretty much had to be in the, on the back pews. And, you know, it was like you, you, they were shamed, but my mm -hmm. thing, how can you tell me not to do something and not tell me why that something is bad for me? You know, right explain explain it to me that's why a lot of children end up doing things that they have no business doing it's it's it's, it's being it's rebelling against what you're being told you know you can't just tell people to do something and not give them a reason as to why you know um it can simply be explained as there are consequences exactly and that can and open up the road to what what are consequences mommy that can open exactly. up the exactly. Exactly. You, you, you really did make a point on that because the thing is, what a lot of people don't get is, yes, sexuality and sex has been exploited. Although it has been exploited, we have to keep in mind that it is something very natural. It's going to happen. Nobody has to put anything in front of you for you to start getting a certain age and get the feeling a certain type of way. Right. So as a parent, um, as you know, somebody that kids look up to or whatnot, if you're going to, the problem with religion is religion will try to use fear factors and your parents will try to use fear factors. And, and instead of using caution, cautionary examples to as to why you should or shouldn't do it or to educate you on how to do it. And when you do do it, because at the end of the day, they're going to do it anyway. Yeah. But the thing is, as a parent, some they need a parent needs to sit down and be able to talk to the kid and have an open conversation. And that's just something Lil Nas said in one of his tweets. He was like, they were like, well, you cater to kids. And he was like, but I'm grown now, and it's not my responsibility to keep catering to your kids. Like that artist, he has the he has the right to actually grow up. He has the right. And then if you listen to the song that the kid was listening to that made them like it, it's some freaky. The song Old Town Road is a freaky song. Actually, if you listen to the lyrics, that's how everybody started. You remember you going to go see a man about a horse? <laughs> okay. Like, if you listen to the song, we like we just I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. But remember, y'all remember I was saying we finna go see a man about a horse and we all know what that means. Come on now. And if you look at the video, it was some like, you know, some some undertone, sexual undertones in it or whatever. So people have to be mindful of that. Now, but I, what I will say is I did, even though I'm not a Christian, I'm not religious at all. I still feel and I, how can I put this? I feel like if you were brought up a certain type of way, then you will end up rebelling against that system you were brought Absolutely. up on. Absolutely. So you will end up, you're not going to view it as disrespectful. It's going to be pretty much you're just fighting for your freedom, right? Out mm -hmm. of my, like, I try to respect all people 
way of life when it comes to religious or whatever. I've learned to do that now because my thing is, if this is something that works for you, who that has helped you get through every day, then if that what works for you, then so be it. I, I honestly don't anymore because I used to be one of those people that are throw some stuff out there that was disrespectful towards other people's religion. I do feel like, even though I understand, I feel like Lil Nas' video was too much, although I do understand it, but I also feel like it is disrespectful as well as far as, you know, using, if it was anybody else's religion and that was done, it would be an issue, but because it's Christianity, and I think it's because Christianity is one of those religions that has oppressed so many different people to where nobody really has respect for it anymore. You know, it had, it, you know, they done killed and oppressed so many different people. Hell, it enslaved us. So I really feel like that's the thing nobody has any respect for it anymore. So the Christians out there, I understand how some people will feel disrespected by that. But Charisma got a, she got a comment. She said, it's no different than when black people were filmed wiping their butts with the American flag. Those who had a good experience with America, etc., and believed in that flag were offended without considering the experience of those that were wiping their butts with, with it from those very people in the system that the flag represent, definitely. And that's what I was saying. So it's like so much... It's, th this particular situation is one thing that I feel like it's so easy to look at everything objectively. I feel like having these types of conversations about these types of subjects and what's going on because more than one thing could be true at once. You know what I'm saying? It's so, you, you can look at all of these different things objectively because it's so many different variables. Mm-hmm. Cynthia Williams Walker, thank you for joining us. She said, growing up, everything was taboo, but it was done for the people views but a lot of things went on behind closed doors that christians forgot to expose like it's not okay to be gay and accept it but we can accept the uncle that molested the nieces and they openly love them wow you better girl. preach it pastor this is the asia boo boo but you deserve it <laughs> That was real. That was very real. And that, that, mm -hmm. was, that was girl, girl. She I, said I, that. I don't even know what to say. She definitely said that because it's like in Christianity, this is the thing that I, I don't like about. You know what? People, period. They pick and choose, you know, what what sin is, is greater than the next sin. Mm -hmm. Like what she was saying, somebody being LGBTQ, they make it seem like that is the biggest thing ever, right? But yet you annoyingly have people in your family that are molesting children and you are fully aware. And just to make sure that you do not, um, just to make sure that you do not tarnish the family name, nobody does anything about it. And that child ends up having to go on into adulthood with those scars and feeling like there was nobody there to protect them. Where else nobody is demonizing their molester, but somebody that has a their sexuality, whether it's heterosexual and then somebody out there in the streets doing their thing or whatever, because sexuality period is demonized. 
And if it's somebody that's just out in the streets doing their little thing or whatever, that that they talk down on it. And if it's a LGBTQ uh, member, uh, they going straight to hell with gasoline draws on. That's what they say. But they'll sweep under the rug the molester in the family. And I so that's for I understand people standing up because I can actually say as a woman, because we have been. Our, our sexuality has been demonized and Exploited. everything. And then not only that, like it has been exploited by others, but yet we can't be we can't we can't be free. We can't do we it, but other people it. can't objectify no. us and they can exploit us, but yes. we can't be free. We can't do it. Like, and so, therefore, I understand people standing up and saying no more. I understand, like, I under, I, I, that's the reason why I tell people that, like me, I, like, sometimes I consider myself, I might be somewhat of a nudist because I feel empowered by being naked. I feel empowered by having on a little bit of nothing where else another woman might feel empowered by being modest. But with the, the and thing that is, is very is, okay. And that's okay. But it feel like I feel like, you know what? I get to choose. If I want to be half naked, this my body. If I want to wrap up, this my body. I can do what I want to with it. And just that act is is more of a it's not attention seeking or anything like that. It's just I feel empowered by that. Like this is my body. This is what I'm gonna do with it. You can't do nothing about it, and don't you touch me or whatever the case may be. And it's this thing where, well, if you're a woman and you have naked, then you are opening yourself up for a certain type of negative attention. That's not what it is. That's a, me. That's me in my own space, minding my own business or whatever the case may be. But it's a lot of women that do feel empowered because we have been told how to dress, what to do. We have been asked, "What's your body count?" and things like that. We can't even freely explore our sexuality because of the stigma that's attached to it. So I definitely understand nowadays so many people coming out and they going against the systems, whatever may have may oppress them, whether it's religion or patriarchy or whatever the case may be. I understand these people rebelling and coming out. And I know there are some people that feel like it's all these different agendas or whatever that's going on, but I feel like it's to a point now that people, everybody wants to be able to exist and they want to be able to exist in peace. And I do feel like there does need to be some restraints when it comes to that, but all at the same time, because you don't want the little, you know, the pedophiles to kind of sneak in there because that's what a lot of the stuff that they're trying to do. But I understand like people just wanting to be free. And as long as it's not hurting anybody and it, they're just doing it independently and they're not trying to hurt anybody by doing it, they're not violating anybody else, I say go for it. Cynthia. I'm going to put on my glasses for Cynthia. Hold on, Cynthia. Here comes Cynthia. <laughs> Coming from experience, it took me years to overcome the hatred that I have built up for them around these situations. This is just my testimony, but Christianity is a pick and choose what they accept. But for me, it was when I accepted my truth. I became free of others' views. Big big shout out to Sin, Sin over there, preaching her ass off. And I feel mm -hmm. you. I feel you. I became more happier with who I became more happier and I'm becoming more happier with accepting who I am for the simple fact like I just don't 
I don't base it off of what they think anymore. Mm -hmm. And what makes me even angrier is when people say, oh, you y'all preachers kids or, you know, we're no different from you. We just be we have to be sneaky about things. We have to, you know, we have to keep a lot of things because there are some people whose families turn their backs on them when they tell them who the real them is, you know, and like like you were saying earlier, there, there are some things like, like incest and molest going on in those type of communities and nobody says anything about that. Nobody condemns them to hell. Nobody tells them they're going to hell with gasoline drawers on. Because if, they, if hell exists, I promise you, if I'm going, I'm going to meet a lot of y'all there. Some yeah. of y'all are telling me I'm going there. And I'm not sitting here saying, like, I agree with what's going on in the world today but my thing is i remember um in high school we went to school with a girl um i don't think they were like i don't know what they were i don't think they were amish but i do know that they they didn't have electronics in their houses or anything like that and um all those girls that came out of the household are successful today you know um we have to make a decision whether or not you know we're going to allow our children to just be raised off of technology because they're going to see it. You know, it's, it's, it is hard to hide stuff like that from your children. But if you have to, you have to be strict. The same thing that we disliked about some of our upbringings, we may have to bring, bring that back out. But, and you, but I just want us to acknowledge what's going on and have those hard conversations with our kids. Because you can feel when something's wrong, but if nobody is telling you in detail that that's wrong or, you know, what you're experiencing, you you don't figure out that that was wrong until you get older. And then now you're getting a backlash from people because you waited so long to tell and, and people, why you, want, why you wait to tell? Why you wait so mm -hmm. long to tell, you know, and, and victim shaming. That's where all that comes from. But, right. You, know, you got to... You got to start at the head. You can't start at the tail. Some of these, some of these situations are tail end. They are, they are the result of some of the shit that we've allowed to go on in our community and normalized. Go ahead, Deasia. And you know what? I, I, I have like a, I, I have a interesting, I have a very interesting perspective or opinion, so to speak, when it comes to, um sexual exploitation or what's going on in the media versus the things that I feel like people really do need to be concerning themselves about. When you think about sexuality, sexual and sex, sex and sexuality, those are natural things. You're gonna naturally have sex, right? Um sooner or later you're gonna pop it. Sooner uh, sooner or later you're gonna have sex. And when it comes to like protecting people from sex, really and truly if you want to be honest with with it when it comes to sex, the only thing that they're trying to protect, they're trying to stop little girls from having sex and they want to stop little boys from being gay. Other than that, that's the only thing people concern about. People don't really, people don't really, people are not really concerned about these kids for real. They're concerned about their own little ideologies. When it comes to like sex, as long as it's heterosexual, 
Little boys could do what they want to do. They ain't even worried about what the they can rape women. They, they can, can do they whatever can they want to do. Women, it's okay because he's a little boy. Exactly. And so here's my thing with it. I I feel like this. You, we have so many people that's worrying about, and we feel like something as natural as sex. This is hurting the kids. Who is getting hurt by sex? Like other than if it's a pervert or something or a pedophile, that that's a grown person that's violating the child. But as far as when it comes, to, like who is actually getting hurt by that? So my thing is, but yeah, you got these kids, you got these people that get to sit around. They 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 um all this game banging and shooting and killing and stuff in these music videos and these song lyrics. These kids sitting up all night on their headsets playing Call of Duty, Fortnite. And whatever game shooting up and the place, robbing on a uh, GTA, doing all of these games, kinds of stuff. Them games are dangerous yes, too. Your kids are games. playing with grown ass people. Grown people, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. And the thing is, these people are in they. I didn't even know this kitty. They in the headset, right? Like they could they could be on the internet and they talking to adults while they're playing the game. So my thing is, if anything was was hurting the, was hurting our society the most is the violence. And yeah. sometimes sex and violence go together. Sometimes there's violent acts when it pertains to sex or whatever. But I feel like anytime you never see an outrage, like if it was a video where somebody was slanging a gun or something like that, you wouldn't be no outrage about that up and down your timeline. There are the only outrage you see up and down your timeline is when it comes to sexuality or we have some type of um disruption with the justice system or something like that. Other than that, the only thing that we be worrying about as a people is sex. You know, and at the end of the day, that's not our biggest issue. Like, even we're, we're not even having a, a kids at the rate that we used to have kids or whatever. Right. And, and, and as much as we die, hell, we need to be popping out some babies <laughs> around here. But right. the thing is, is something, only thing we have to do as parents is educate our children when it comes to sexuality and sex but our biggest issue is i feel like our biggest issue is this stuff like all these different shoot 'em up bang bang video games and all the violence and music and things like that that's what's more of a problem to me somebody twerking somebody being gay all that stuff it's not it's not really hurting anybody right. you know unless it's somebody unless we get into the perversion and we're not gonna get that far, but just that natural that natural course is not hurting anybody. So I definitely understand how somebody just trying to be and just wanna be free. I definitely understand how they will stand up and rebel against those different systems that oppress them because it's like I'm just trying to be me and you're trying to tell me how to be. Now I will say this though, I do feel like some people do troll. As far as, you know, artists and things like that, I do feel like they do troll and they start doing too much. I do feel like even with that being the case, even though I feel like it's something natural and it's going to happen, I do feel like there is some social responsibility that comes with artists. I'm not excusing anything and saying just let it all hang out. What I'm saying is 
that's not something where we got to go so hard on, where we just turn a blind eye to some of these other things. But what I am saying is that's something that we have to step in as parents and, and everything to kind of guide, guide kids into this. And the thing is, when it comes to sexual exploitation, that's not only grown people, as you see on social media, grown people are impressionable as well. So we be worrying about the minds of kids. And then you got some grown people out here that are just impressionable as kids that's raising the kids that we're we're um we're alarmed about. So right. these grown people need help as well. Yeah, and the grown people need help first on the cool. Because mm -hmm. um a lot of kids experiment with things because things like that are done to them and they don't really understand that and they end up a lot of kids end up promiscuous. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot and all people look at is that that kid is promiscuous but nobody ever stops to think why exactly they don't go that way nobody ever stops and talk that's why it's important to talk to your kids i have a, a cousin and i'm so like proud of how she's raising her girls because that's those those type of conversations are had you know um yeah okay you know she'll even ask them and i know it'll even a lot of people don't want to make their kids feel uncomfortable but you got to make them feel uncomfortable to let them know that that you should be comfortable to have this type of conversation with me you just got to be real with them she'll ask her girl straight out somebody done touched you you know <laughs> she'll, mm -hmm. she'll ask them and i know a lot of people think about it like why would your mama just bust out man that's a i i'm i'm on it I might bust out yeah. that sometimes. Somebody gonna touch you. You know, I just, it opens up a doorway. Figure out some type of way. You have to be creative about it because I know it's not one of those situations where you can just go in <laughs> and talk to your children about it, but you have to cre create avenues. That right, mm -hmm. one of those avenues, okay? So, you know, okay. And and that child will be, begin to ask questions. I don't care how uncomfortable yeah. I make my baby feel. If we having one of those in intelligent conversations and, and I'm getting somewhere, hey, I feel like I'm a yeah. parent. Exactly. And now, to be honest with you, going back to just the title itself about um, sexuality, defeating religion, when you think about it, it's nobody left to guide your, your kids into anything but you. Because even yeah. when you think about it, the pastors, they out here doing the most. You know, so it, sexual sex and sexuality is defeating religion because you got the pastors out here. They getting caught up in certain things. You got the uh the pope. You got all of these different these different people that and uh, a part of the priesthood that are getting caught up in all of these different scandals and everything. So at the end of the day. Sex, sex and sexuality is a prominent thing. It's gonna prevail, and it has won the it has won the battle at the end of the day. So I feel like what we what parents need to do is just make sure that they are educating their kids and not further instilling fear in them. Because a lot of times you have parents that are just try to scare you out of doing something. And when you try to, and when you waste all those years of trying to scare your child out of doing something that they're going to do anyway, you're going to have a generation of kids making a whole bunch of poor 
decisions and they ain't gonna know what to do because I can honestly like sit here right now as a 35 year old woman I don't have no kids and the reason why I don't have any kids is not because I wasn't out there having sex because everybody thought I was gonna be the one with the kids and all this old kind of stuff I, I, baby I don't like I told you my number is four you hear me so we're not gonna say I went out here having sex, but one thing I, I, I'm proud of my mom and my dad and my bonus dad and everything. They openly talked to me about sex. It wasn't nothing that was, it was nothing that was hidden. It wasn't, it wasn't some conversations that we had. Some people probably would be like, Ugh, but like you talk to your daddy about that or you talk to your mom about that because their minds is perverted. Like, if it's something that when I stayed with my dad and there was something going on with me or whatever, you know, as a girl, and I was mad at my mom and I didn't want to talk to her, I'm talking to my dad and he going to tell me, my dad is going to tell you, oh, baby, you do this or you do that. My daddy took me to go buy tampons and all that kind of stuff. If I was starting to have sex, put me, when I decided on my own, they did not force me, I decided I want to go get on birth control. My daddy was the one that took me. And then my mama got mad. I ended up getting off of it because I gained too much weight, like condoms and all that kind of stuff. Like they, I wasn't, I was gonna do it. They knew I was gonna do it. You come beat me to stop me or whatever the case may be. So it's like, let me make sure now, because people be so busy saying I ain't trying to be my child friend, and it's not that. It's like getting them prepared so when they get a certain type of age, they ain't sitting up here with all four and five kids running around or something like that in different STDs or whatever. And I wanna can't say, get rid of. I wanna say it's okay to be your child's friend because at least your child will know they got one friend. I don't yeah. care who it is versus Kitty. Teresa got me. I yeah. and and I think my mama was but I mean the situation I came from a teenage pregnancy. I, my mama was like 15 when she had me. So like we kind of grew up together so i was like her, mm -hmm. her very i really was my mama's very first best friend that's so, how me and my mama were so mm -hmm. at the end of the day there's absolutely nothing wrong i really wish we didn't look down on that you need to be your child's best friend because there's a lot of people out here pretending to be your child's best friend and they meaning your child no good mm -hmm. it's okay to be your child's best friend exactly I, I, i'm one of my mama little friends now <laughs> yeah and child, the way I was raised, it was like my my mama was one of those people that I was one. I legitimately, I'm one person. I probably, as far as the Bible is concerned, no, probably no Christian know the Bible. Like I, I don't remember half of the stuff no more. But back in the time when I was like denouncing Christianity and somebody tried to come to me, you can't come to me because nine times out of ten, any Christian out there listening, y'all ain't read the whole Bible. I done read that book from the beginning to the end. My mama made it a New Year's resolution for her to teach us the Bible. And every night she sat there and she wrote us a chapter. Once you got into like Jude and uh, Ezra and those little, little bitty books, Esther and all those books that don't have that many uh, chapters in it, mm -hmm. she'll probably read two, two, two chapters a day or whatever. But we'll read a chapter each night out of it. It took us a little over a year. It actually was a whole year, maybe not that much over a year, to read the whole Bible from the beginning to the end. She asked us what we thought about it, and that's the reason why I'm not religious now. It's because my mama asked us, she was, she still is, 
she's not going to church or nothing like that, but she's one, she does go to church, but it's like their virtual stuff now. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, she asked me what I thought, me and my sister, what we thought about it. So when I tell you, I was raised on those principles. I went to the Jubilees and the, I went to the, um, the different services and revivals and all this old type of stuff. I did that. And I was raised on those Christian values. But I was 15 years old of uh, having sex up one past leg and out the other one. So my thing is, I wasn't raised like how I was in the street. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't a follower. I wasn't, nobody knew what I was doing. It was like nobody knew what I was doing. I wasn't a follower either. It was just, I, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to bust it wide open, and that's just what I did. And it's like once they found out about it, they didn't, like, condemn me or, you know, me and my mama had a spat, like, when I was about 16 years old. But other than that, they started to educate me or whatever, and it kept me free. If something was going on with my body and I felt a little bit uncomfortable, hey, we're going to go get tested, see what's wrong with you, all of that, I never had to feel ashamed. And that and that didn't stop me from doing it. It's not you telling your kids to go out and do it. They're gonna no. do it anyway. It's you like protecting them, them and educating them. Educating. Yeah. That's it. And I think at the end of the day, y'all, that's that's y'all mad because some of you, some of you are upset because now you have to raise your child. That's what's the problem. Everybody that's upset. Oh, we have children in this and this. How they was with virtual school, man, because they got to teach their kids something. And that's, I mean, that's what you're supposed to be doing anyway. You're supposed to be teaching your kids. But mm-hmm. we we love y'all and we want you to love yourself. It's, 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 <laughs> I don't know. It's just too much going on for too much of nothing. In my mm-hmm. opinion, and maybe yes, that's man. just my opinion. We're making a big deal out of things that don't even matter. We're making, you know, things, we're making a big deal about art. And we all know that the rule, the number one rule in art, there's a lot of people turn to artistic shit because that's the only place they can be free without being judged. So mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, he's being praised by a lot of artists who saw the artistic and creativity value in that video. Meanwhile, y'all pissed off at a man who really, he he ain't busting that now nut that landed him a baby. Mm-mm. And honestly, as a, and, and to be perfectly honest with you, he's free to, he's free to express himself however he choose. And guess what? You have the choice to indulge in it or not. If you're worried about your kids being privy to whatever he's doing or whatever, then you need to better monitor your children because mm-hmm. guess what? Neither me or Kitty sit up and watch that video in its entirety or listen to I don't know. I have not I, heard one I lyric turned to it the song. On. I, let me tell you what I got popping off over here, grown woman shit. I turned it on and I started washing dishes and cooking and shit. Cooking you know, and cleaning, cleaning, and I cooking. caught I caught bits and pieces of it, but I was just like, "Oh, okay," you know. And I mean, I may have even missed some points because I missed the part where, oh, uh, you know, he was actually down there, and after he got through dancing with the devil, he took the devil's horns and set them on his own head. I missed mm-hmm. that shit, you know. And that see, was me, I don't even know that. the melody. 
I don't even know the melody. Yes, I man. haven't even heard the melody of the song. I just seen all the outrage because if the song I can is see in here, my head right now, and that's why I said y'all gotta be careful what you let your kids listen to anyway, because there are vibrations in all type of frequencies going on in particular music, and there are particular keywords mm -hmm. that can, can basically cast a spell on your children. So you, exactly. I mean, you shouldn't be, I, I can't, I'm, I refuse to go back and listen to that song. And the so song my is thing in my is, head right now, like, do, 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 do. Exactly. And, and my trend. thing is, if you, if I can, if I can say as my, as my own person, I'm not going to watch it. And I feel like I ain't going to watch it. Don't you know, listen, I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm going to put y'all up on game. <laughs> This little nice thing is all up and down my timeline. I'm having a conversation with you guys about little Nas being all up and down my timeline. I understand the concept of whatever that's going on, and I'm still able to have an intelligent conversation with you guys. But I did not watch the video, right? I don't know the melody. I don't know the first part of it or whatever. I did not watch. I heard what other people said went on in the, when I first clicked on, I said, oh, no, nah, this is shit I don't need to be looking at. And I clicked off on it, right? Let me tell you something. If I'm somebody that's on social media, work on social media, me and Kitty, we work on social media. While y'all on here playing, we got to be on here because we actually work on social media, right? If somebody that works on social media that sees all this stuff, let me tell you something. Y'all can say what y'all want, but you could guide your, guide your children because guess what? I got the stuff all down my timeline and I ain't thought to, I ain't clicked on, I don't know nothing about it. So you can't tell me just because it's out there, you got to be somebody that see it. Yeah, you so your kids ain't got to be nobody that see it just because it's out there. They need to be, you know what's going on in country music? You don't. Cause you don't listen to it. Ooh. You know what's going on Ooh. in um and and uh, on Telemundo? <laughs> no, because that's not your world. So what what you need to do is create that bubble and create a world and create a space for you and your children to live in. And that's what I do for the Asia. And that's what everybody else needs to do for themselves because all this stuff can be going on around you, but you need to create a space, a cipher for yourself to be able to dwell in. And you need to protect it because just because all this stuff is going on, you can't control what everybody else is doing, but you can control yourself and you definitely can control your neighborhood ass kids. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was from the desk of DeAsia. You should do a segment card <laughs> from the desk of DeAsia. Not the desk of DeAsia. <laughs> desk of DeAsia. Oh, that probably that would be cute. Like some little inserts. Yeah, y'all got your little, your little, um, little neighborhood kids running around doing all this or whatever. You could, you could control that. And some of y'all, like, it aggravates me because some of y'all, I've seen videos of some of the very same people who are making these disgusting ass posts, these stupid ass posts with this fake ass outrage. I've seen some of y'all with, uh, with videotaping your kids twerking and shaking their little bodies and stuff. Go back. Hey, that's my back. Like I've seen some of y'all in those particular type of videos and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, girl, shut up. 
Just shut up, sis. <laughs> just shut up. It's 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 okay. We have we are just going to have to be a little bit more cautious and careful about what we allow our children to consume. And it's yep. not just what they consume visually. We're talking about um food and in 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 everything else, drink, all that. Mm-hmm. Because what it is 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 y'all have gotten comfortable. You've gotten so content. And you, some of you let your kids watch and do anything. Like the games, I'm not with the games. Like we can't do yeah. no Xbox Live shit. Nah, nigga. Ain't no Xbox Live. Ain't no connecting no motherfucking credit card. None of that. You gonna play the games that I buy. That you put inside that motherfucker. And that's, that's the end of it. Ain't no live stuff. Because I did not realize that there were grown ass men that, that, that are on here with these children. And that's that right there. Y'all not even outraged about that. God bless America. And it's you know what? Before we before we go, I'm gonna say this. Y'all wanna know what kids pay attention to more so than anything is what you're doing in their house. They pick up more so what you're doing in their house. Y'all sit around and have kickbacks and everything with y'all kids, grown folks conversations, kids around. <laughs> You smoking and drinking, your kids around, all this old kinds of stuff. Don't you know, like, I was playing with cigarettes because I saw my grandma and them smoking cigarettes, so I'm playing with cigarettes. Now I done got a cigarette habit. I'm playing with liquor and stuff because I saw that. I'm playing with all these different things because I'm seeing this in the household. So my thing is, is don't be trying to tell somebody else what they should be doing when all at the same time, you doing all of this other extracurriculum activities in front of your kids like if i'm you know so my thing is like what you said some people like what not you but the cynthia girl said people pick and choose what it is that they want to have an issue with mm -hmm. and I'm, that's just my little speech right there Already, thank y'all for tuning in today. We do apologize for those of you who um, we're gonna try to get it edited real quick and put it back up for those of you who are gonna catch the late version. We love y'all, we want you to love yourself. I am Auntie Kitty, and I am Big Sis the Asia. And we are locked and loaded. Y'all have We're a blessed. Y'all have a blessed day. <laughs> 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 <laughs>